0: up on today's federal newscast, we get a look at how many federal employees had to resort to taking out loans to pay the bills during the government shutdown, a government watchdog agency worries sensitive tax data is still at risk, and a disheartening amount of sexual assaults are still occurring at military academies. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Thank you. today's episode of the federal newscast i'm your host eric white a majority of formerly furloughed federal employees responding to a federal news network survey sought some kind of financial assistance during the partial government shutdown of the more than 500 furloughed respondents 33 percent applied for unemployment benefits while 21 percent applied for loans to pay for debts another 44 percent said they got a break from creditors on rent mortgages and utility bills the National Treasury Employees Union is not withdrawing its lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of the Anti-Deficiency Act. NTU did withdraw its motion for preliminary injunction after President Trump announced his support for a temporary continuing resolution. It can still renew that motion if the government closes again after February 15th. NTU has another lawsuit in the U.S. Court of Federal Claims that challenges the legality of accepted employees working without pay. The Government Accountability Office urges the IRS to improve its protections for sensitive taxpayer data. GAO finds the IRS has not consistently enforced password expirations, installed critical security patches, or replaced outdated software. GAO made five new recommendations the IRS agrees with, but since 2017, the agency has faced more than 100 outstanding recommendations. However, the Watchdog Office also found the IRS has made greater use of encryption. The House Veterans Affairs Technology Modernization Subcommittee has new leadership. Nevada Democrat Susie Lee will be the subcommittee's new chairwoman. Indiana Republican Jim Banks will continue to have a leadership role on the subcommittee, though this time as ranking member. It was initially unclear if the House VA committee would continue the Technology Modernization Subcommittee in the 116th Congress. The subcommittee formed late last year and briefly examined VA's evolving plans to adopt a new commercial electronic health record. The Pentagon's independent testing office says DOD needs to pull back on one of its most important cyber defense programs. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. In its annual report on Thursday, the Director of Operational Test and Evaluation said DOD's joint regional security stacks are neither operationally effective nor operationally suitable. It's the second time in two years it's reached that conclusion, and dot and e says DOD needs to stop JRSS deployments until it can fix the problems. The report says testing teams managed to penetrate the network defenses without much trouble, part- partly because of training shortfalls among the personnel who operate the security stacks. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. A new appeals modernization program from the Veterans Benefits Administration will be ready February 19th. Veterans will be able to choose one of a few different options to process their claims. VA is also setting up two new appeals processing centers in St. Petersburg, Florida and Seattle, Washington to help additional claims. VBA Undersecretary Paul Lawrence says the agency has hired 605 additional employees to help process appeals. Sexual assault incidents in U.S. military academies rose slightly this past school year, according to the Pentagon, with 117 reported incidents. An anonymous DOD survey estimates more than six times that number went unreported, though. Army Secretary Mark Esper says he is troubled and disappointed by the findings. He says those who do not intervene and stop sexual assault or harassment violate the nation's trust. Airmen in all occupations and ranks of lieutenant colonel and below can now use the talent marketplace. It will give them more transparency into how the Air Force places service members into assignments. The program lets airmen show off special skills and enables commanders to sort through listings of people with specialized talents to find the best occupational fit for their needs. Air Force Personnel Command is looking into ways to expand the talent marketplace to enlisted airmen as well. A new executive order expands the requirements to use American-made products. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. The Trump administration is pushing agencies to apply stricter Buy American requirements to more than $45 billion in spending for loans and grants for infrastructure and construction projects. President Donald Trump signed the executive order yesterday, strongly encouraging agencies to promote the use of American-made products and manufactured materials. This is the second Buy American executive order the president has signed. The White House says the first one from April 2017 resulted in agencies decreasing its spending on foreign goods to the lowest point in a decade. I'm Jason Miller. At another big acquisition in the federal contractor community, CACI is buying LGS Innovations for $750 million. LGS provides advanced communications and signals intelligence technologies, mainly to both offensive and defensive cybersecurity operations for the Defense Department and intelligence community. Additionally, CACI is buying Mastodon Design, which focuses on the rapid design and manufacturing of rugged signals intelligence, electronic warfare, and cyber operations, products, and solutions. The total price of both acquisitions is $975 million. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue fills three senior positions. Federal News Network's Tom Temin is here to tell us who they are. He names Mindy Brashears as Deputy Undersecretary for Food Safety, Naomi Erp as Deputy Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights, and Scott Hutchins as Deputy Undersecretary for Research, Education, and Economics. They don't need Senate confirmation, but they'd all been nominated without the deputy title, but the Senate didn't act last year. Meanwhile, the White House has sent all three names up for renomination. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.